Previously on Modular, Bradley and Inverno stumbled upon the undead at the Gulch. After an encounter with a bone claw and some wraiths, Bradley reunited with the gnomes from Season 1, Fiddlestib and Dabbledob, who provided them with a powerful weapon to help protect Leylon. It's another so, day. Technology issues, am I right? Do you guys ever uh, you ever come into your workspace and you sit down at your technologies, and Multiple lo technologies. and behold, the technologies are just covered in doo doo toilet paper, like someone TP'd your technologies, but they had already wiped the the brown downtown pre wiped pre wiped TPs that have been TP'd on your technologies. This keeps happening at my workspace. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. It's just like everywhere I... When that happened to me, which is crazy, you know, the world's so small because that happened to me too. It's common. It's common. Yeah, it's actually actually way more more common of a phenomenon than you would think. And um, I actually... That's never happened to me. I don't know what you guys are... It's never happened to you? No. Thorin, you don't have to lie just because we're on the air. Yeah. It's okay. You don't it's be okay. embarrassed. Our be audience honest. isn't going to judge you for having no, brown, brown, pound town TP on your technologies. Thing. Wait, no. hold on. You're saying this happened to Bono? Wait, should we should we call in someone else? Are we calling? Who, who, happen- who are we calling are we, in? And ask if it's happened to them. I don't know. You, 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 we could call in a guest. Call them. Right now? Yes, call them. Okay, hold on. Yes? Um, yes? It's... Yes? It's... it's Yes? It's I don't me. know where we're going with this bit. I don't either. We, we're running in circles. It's me, Mario. And yeah, I've had doo-doo stains all over my keyboard at work. Oh, and it's it's me, Luigi. And notice and how I'm not changing my voice for yeah, the movie? You, you might be wondering, why aren't you changing your voice for the movie? And I'm like, Chris Pratt didn't do it, so why should I? Yeah. And that's why the doo TP was on my screen, because people kept saying to me, no, yeah. accept this, accept Chris Pratt. And I screamed at them. And I said, just change your fucking voice a little. And they said, mainstream actors don't do that. And I said, watch the boy in the heron. Watch it. Watch it. And you tell me. You tell me that Robert Pattinson didn't change his fucking voice. He came prepared. You know what? You know what? The, the producers of The Boy and the Heron said to him when they heard him do that voice for the, for the fucking first time, they said, hello. <laughs> and welcome. My name is Raven Walker. My name is The Heron. My name is The Boy. And this is Modular. The podcast where... I haven't seen the movie. Dungeons and Dragons. 
Thorin's you icon. <laughs> when Thor- Thorin's icon when he laughs is so funny because it does look like he'd be making that noise. It's um, true. <laughs> that's right, Heron. These are the pre-written stories made by the folks who made up D and D. We didn't write them, but we're here to run them for you. Okay, I'm gonna give the I'm gonna give the voice another shot. And why would we do that? <laughs> well. Heron, maybe you're a DM who's thinking about running a particular campaign. You want to get a feel for how it plays out. Maybe you're a player who's already been in this particular campaign and you want to reminisce on the good old days. Maybe you were there for that time that uh, Thorin was actually only six years old and he completely consumed an entire set of Legos uh, straight down his throat like a bird, no chewing at all. And um, that's why when you pick up Thorin and you rattle them around really good, you can just hear little clinking sounds inside of, of inside of their stomach. So, huh? um, maybe that's why you want to be here. One, that's how I eat all of my food. And two, <laughs> wouldn't they have digested by this point if I'd eaten them no. when I was six? No. Okay. It's a lead-based There's, paint you, that keeps Do I need going. to call in a scientist? Do I need to call in another guest? I don't know. The first person you called works. in fucking failed, so... Don't think you should try and well, call Well, that's a lot of pressure else. on me. Okay. I shouldn't be the only shot caller here. Um, well, you should be warned. Each of our episodes will take on a part of these pre-written adventures. That means there are major spoilers for the key plot points of each story we're running. And right now, running Divine Contention. So if you don't want spoilers, get, get on out of here. Yeah. And there's another warning <laughs> we should offer them. <laughs> That's right, Slowpoke <laughs> McGee, who doesn't read good. Modular is not a podcast for children. It contains explicit language, as well as adult themes like sex, alcohol, drug use, violence, and this amazing impression uh, of the heron from the new boy, the new boo, the new boy the new movie, boo. the boy and the heron. Here it goes. Hey yo, I'm walking here. So please be aware of these not so. I'm wait. Hey yo, I'm boying and heron and he, I'm flying here. So please be aware of these not so kid friendly themes. Now, without further ado, welcome to Modular and Episode Six of Divine Contention. I'm walking here. It's a modular pod. It's a modular pod. Okay, very okay. quick question. To sync us up, Raven, what city is Thorin in? <laughs> Roku City. Thorin, what city are you in? Roku City. Luke, what city are you in? Roku City. <laughs> We're Two, all in Roku Electric city. Boogaloo. <laughs> it was much funnier the other time. Um, so, <laughs> um, third time trying to record this goddamn fucking episode, the cursed episode. We had a bit of a crash, gang. We had a bit of a crash. Another this is going to be a shorter episode. We're going to expedite some stuff because we just recorded some really great material. You're never going to hear it. And instead you're going to hear this material. <laughs> Whatever it may be is what you will get. <laughs> so, um, that's what, <laughs> um, Whatever it is that that you get, that's the mantra that Bradley and Inverna have to live by right now, too. Yeah. So um, you get back to Leylon, uh, and Marigold has just greeted both of you, given you the exciting news that Sly has completed his mission. Bradley, um, I think you should go probably rest for the rest of the night. It's, it's going to be a long and cold one. Um, 
I'll alert the council that you've succeeded in obtaining the weapon. No need to worry about that. Um, he turns on his heels and leaves in the snow. Um, and you are free to return to your to your home. <sighs> well, Inverna, it feels like there should have been some character development here, some sort of drama uh, where I wasn't involved and you got to take the role as the, the main character for at least a, a five-minute period. But instead, let's just go inside and go to sleep. Inverna is going to look longingly out, like just down the alleyway, past the tavern, and and think to herself, I really feel like I should go talk to Valdi. But instead, she says, yeah, yeah, I'm... I'm I mean, call me a red redheaded stepchild because I am beat. Let's uh, let's go to sleep. <laughs> the two of you head upstairs. Um, the the downstairs bar is hustling and bustling. Ollie's slinging out drinks. Um, but you two are sleepy. You need your rest. You've had a long day of journeying um, and traveling. Um, you wake up the next morning and. Mary Gold was right. The snow did continue through the night. You hear the scrapes of people with shovels outside cleaning up the snow, making the streets lovely and beautiful in Leylon. And the, as you exit out of your room, Bradley, you run into Inverna, who's also heading downstairs. As you make your way down, you see Ollie, who's very happy to um, greet you this morning. I, I didn't catch both of you last night. I only saw you were treating up to bed um glad to have you back uh it seems as though everything went off without a hitch yeah for the mission yeah 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 that went off um really well um i'm i'm glad to hear it um, um it's good well, to see you ollie uh, i wish we had always. more time but but uh, but before you run uh, i do i do have a, a letter that was delivered here this morning for for the both of you. Okay, Ollie, are you Ollie telling passed... me that we just got a letter? We just got a You're letter, just... huh? I wonder who it's from. <laughs> <laughs> you can't start talking like that, or I will not be able to stop laughing. Um, Ollie hands over a uh, envelope to the pair of you. Your names are written in. Uh, Nice and neat penmanship on the front. Um, when you open it, there's on parchment. You read as follows. Bradley and Inverna, know that I appreciate your assistance to the council. I do apologize if I seemed distant at the last meeting. You see, I have been working on my own things, too. I would like for the both of you to stop by the tower this evening at 6 p.m. shop. I look forward to seeing you both. And due to character voice, you can assume that is Galio. I think this Galio. was mailed to us by Galio Librio, which honestly, he could have just come and got us, but I guess he's a busy man. Busy, busy. Um, it's it's not really a letter as much of a note, you know? It's more of a note that he left. It's not yeah. a letter. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's a notice, if you will, of a request it's, of it's your a, appearance. It's a notification. Of some kind. He's notifying us. We've been uh, notified. So. Thank you, Ollie. We appreciate you. Thank Yes, thank you, Ollie. We appreciate it. Um, uh, but we've got some time before six. How about we go 
check out Aubrey's peculiarity shop. Yeah, yeah, let's go see if he's got anything new for us. <laughs> the pair of you head on down to Aubrey's, and just like last time when the the bell jingles, the skeleton reassembles behind the, the counter, and Aubrey stands waiting for both of you. Well, what's cracking, kids? It's a pleasure to have you back uh, around my peculiarities, and I have new things offered for you. Are you interested in checking out the stock, or are you just here to say hello? I would love to check out the stock, but... We also want to say hello, of course. Yeah, we also want to say hello, of course. We're not rude, but... Well, it's good to see ya. But we are here for business. It's good to see you too, Ollie. Um, You mean Aubrey. You're confusing me. Whoops. Oh, whoopsies. That's okay. It's it's easy to get scrambled up in these pots, and he scrambles his bones around for you. Um, but <laughs> speaking of my, scrambling his bones, just scrambling his bones. Uh, speaking of my uh, of my stock, here's what I got for you. I have some studded leather armor that's going to make you a little bit resistant to what's necrotic. I got a mace of disruption, and last but not least. A flying carpet. Okay. So, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to buy this necrotic armor. uh, The the armor that resists necrotic damage. Uh, I'm going to buy the uh, flying carpet. Um, Ah, gosh. The armor requires attunement. I've already attuned to three things. Well, let me get rid of this um, ring of protection. Uh, I'll give it to you, Inverna. Oh, good, good. I thought you were going to try and sell it. No, I'll take that. My AC's no, no, now no. 20. Um, uh, rats, the mace also requires attunement. Uh-oh. I don't know well, what to do. What if, what if I gave you the Dragon Slayer longsword that you originally gifted me, and then when it comes down for a big heroic moment to fight and kill a dragon, the main character can get that kill with the sword that he once gifted a friend who now gifted it back. It's kind of meaningful yeah. somehow if you if you don't yeah, think no, about it do too that. hard. For sure, for sure. This is kind of crazy. Have you all have you had this conversation before and I wasn't aware of it? Not that I know of. We uh, actually met hers. an NPC outside uh, Aubrey. His name was Nathan Fielder. We've rehearsed this conversation uh, <laughs> hundreds of times. Oh, Mr. Fielder. <laughs> He's a pioneer in his work. A pleasure to hear that you're working with Mr. Fielder. Um, so, Mr. Copper, that will total you. That's... Did you get the the armor and the, the carpet? That will be 5,000 gold. Okay. Here you are. I appreciate your coin. Oh, and I'm also giving you back my regular studded leather, uh... For fourteen hundred, so that I can still have uh, nine hundred gold left. That's a very wise decision of you. And for you, Edvarna. Um, just the mace. I yeah, I think I'm, I think just the mace. I think I'm here's two thousand gold though, but otherwise I, I think I'm the coin. I'm I'm done. Um. Now, wait a second. Didn't Puck give you a... Puck told us earlier off-screen that he left a a shipment of of precisely 11 potions of of greater healing. Can we buy those? No problem at all, sir. They are right here under the counter. He pulls out a, a large case full of potions of greater healing. 
Um, and what I'll do is I'll take this coin, the money, and I'll leave it right here for Puck. I won't okay. take it. I know I won't. So I, uh, here, I'm going to give you uh, 900 gold. I'm going to take nine of these, right? Uh, but I'm also going to give you this potion of diminution, and then I'm going to take 500 of this gold back. Mm, simple math, I see. You're taking advantage of a good old skeleton like me. I don't have time for that. I'll take you for your words, sir. <laughs> um, the rest of these are for you, Inverna? Yes, yes, please. He slides them over, um, and I mean, that's all I have for you, folks. I don't really have anything else in stock right now. Hey, Aubrey, I just want to tell you, we really appreciate you. Um... We do. We we appreciate your, your consistency um and and your your you bring a sort of humor to to an otherwise dreary time uh, in our yeah, lives. You br- you bring a sort of non-threatening unsexual humor that we really appreciate. <laughs> yeah. It's no. we're we're both so handsome. It's tough going around not always being hit on. So we appreciate that you've never pushed the boundary with our friendship and made us uncomfortable in any way. Well, that just yeah. tickles my fancy. I love being a good friend to my friends. And most importantly, a good friend to my customers. Mm. You kind of actually ruined it a little bit by saying it like that. <laughs> well, It was it's... better when you just called us a friend. But now that you're you're bringing it back to the business side, is uh, you're still a capitalist, I guess. All right, cool. The customer's hey, always Aubrey, right. What's the command word for this iron flask? Oh, well, uh, it might go a little something like, Dazzle do! <laughs> All right, that that's good because that's okay. not a natural. It's not a natural sound or string of words that you would have in a sentence. Exactly, just to that's what I was have thinking. Something happen. That's yeah, what good. I was thinking. Cool, cool. I mean, I think it's the intent anyway. <laughs> you have talked matter. about intent before, Mister Copper, and let me tell you: as long as you scream "dazzle do" like you mean it. You'll be all right. Okay. Well, any um, other business? I uh, other than words of of thanks and gratitude, I I must be back on to my usual three p.m. appointment. Is that just you lying in a pile of dust? You got it. That's what I do. <laughs> I collect dust and just sit about and wait for the next person to come through. Cool. All right. Well, I guess let's, uh, we've got some time to kill. What What should we do? It, uh, is it not 6 p.m. yet? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, would you look? Sorry. Uh, t- still waking up uh, from six hours ago or more. Um, I guess it is 6 p.m. now. Yeah, we spent a good amount of time in there. Yeah. It was, it's Even all if it's not smoke. 6 p.m. Um, after shopping at Aubrey's, you, you can go eat some dinner and uh, an early dinner. Enjoy the the um, enjoy the town of Leylon for what it is right now. Uh, in Verna, when you're walking by, uh, you lock eyes with Valdi for a moment um, and share a knowing glance. Um, but... Before you know it, knowing what is what are we knowing? I think <laughs> knowing I think, something. I think Inverna once again has the urge, like I should talk to her, 
but then just finger guns <laughs> just keep walks keep keep Valdi uh quirks up an eyebrow at you when you shoot the finger guns at her and is like okay um what the fuck what the fuck what the, what fuck? the fuck um so the two of you are heading off to meet Galio at his uh tower and this tower is pretty much right smack smack dab and i just com- uh, combined smack and dab right smack right dab smag. in the <laughs> right, right smack smag in, in the middle of town um it's been mostly rebuilt uh but as the two of you approach you see it's two arch doorways uh open to the interior oh and this is this is almost automatically it's like the person it's like whoever is behind the doors has been waiting for you and it's it's galio uh he flings open those doors uh and i want one of you to give me a perception check the light of of the rising moon is reflecting off the snow gathered on the ground and you can see his face illuminated pretty pretty well Hey, is the, um, is the, um, perception check your... greater than a 20? No, I can do, pa- what's your passive? Passive it's 20. Fucking well. Thorin um, and his fucking passive. Yeah, fucking Thorin is fucking passive perception. Um, Bradley, when you look, uh, when you get a good look of Galio in this, in this light, um, uh, you can tell that he has not been resting well. He looks pretty tired. Um, there are slight bags under his eyes. Um, and there's not much light to them. It looks like he could use a bit, a, a bit of rest. Um, Bradley and Verna, welcome, welcome. Please do follow me. As you can see, We've been hard at work making repairs to the tower. Um, yeah, thanks for having us in here again. Uh, you're not you're not possessed again by chance, are you? Yeah, you look exactly how you looked the last time you you had a fucking star spangled banner man or whatever the fuck it was called inside of your I'm, your body. There's nothing inside my body. I've I've been working incredibly incredibly hard to f- try and figure out something to help Leilon um, in the past few days. So you can see that is why I'm tired. <laughs> Sorry, when you said there's when you said there's nothing inside my body, I just for some reason imagined Galio has a butt plug. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just I That's just saw Thorin laughing and I couldn't not also laugh. <laughs> yeah, I also started laughing. Thorin, you do have a very contagious laugh. Um um there's nothing there's nothing possessing me um but please do come in and and follow me um after you two are you two entering the tower no i think we're gonna turn back <laughs> yeah turn no, we don't want to, want to sure. fuck this yeah, I'm gonna okay this we want to cool. skip cool. this let me, chapter, let me revisit actually. let me revisit that really quick um no i'm just kidding um you two have to walk at a pretty quick pace to stay in line with him. Um, and he's going through the center part of the tower, heading directly towards the spiral staircase to go upstairs. He makes it to the floor with his with his laboratory and flings open the door. You know... 
the the power of of the items in this tower cannot be understated. Previous attempts to harness these powers may have gone wrong, but or had their faults, but I think there's a way to complete the vision and perhaps assist in keeping Leylon safe. Yeah, I've, I've, I think I've, I've seen this one before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have? I'm, uh, I'm, I'm a bit hesitant, Gallio, and isn't the whole reason the original Leylon got destroyed is because the fucker that was up in this tower played, a, you, you know, Dalavon. flew a little too closely to the sun, and he he did fly too close to the sun. He flew incredibly close to the sun, and you know that's what I'm. That's why you, you see, I I've been pouring myself into this to try and perhaps use it to our own good. He may have had his faults, but for the sake of Leylon, if we can figure out how to use this device, Thalavar's device, the planar, the planar beacon, I think I've made the repairs necessary. With this beacon, we can we can do great things. What do we need to contact other planes for? See, with this. The planar beacon. We can go into the ethereal. By going there, it's possible for us to capture and trap monsters for our own benefit. He's a Pokemon trainer. <laughs> if... All right, it's Wait, your so, idea. Hold on. Yeah, go ahead, Brad. I'm, I'm just, I'm just a little confused here. I. That's literally what destroyed the town last time. It did destroy the town last time. And you see, here's the thing. <laughs> here's the deal. <laughs> yeah. I acknowledge the, the first step in figuring out how to approach something appropriately the next time is acknowledging where your predecessors failed. <laughs> Thalavar failed on many accounts. He was unfocused, not fully invested, and he didn't have the same motivations that I do. What are you doing differently that Thalavar didn't do? I'll have you know it. I feel as though I'm a much more qualified person to be approaching this issue. Well, you look like a college student on fucking Adderall right now. Uh, struggling to keep your sanity. So I'm a bit concerned that actually you're not as focused as you think. A stiff breeze looks like it could knock you over. Wait, so Galio, how how is this going to, one, help us with our dragon problem, and two, help Leylon in the long run? Number one, the dragon problem. We need as many useful allies on our side. If we can capture the monsters to our benefit, we we can use them for our will. And in the long run, of course, it gives us an edge with this powerful 
device, who knows what we can do to Leilan, for Leilan. And at the end of that last sentence, um, Bradley, with your passive perception, you see you see all with that passive perception, I'll say, or you see most things. <laughs> um, uh, you see Galio nervously like cut his eyes between the two of you um, after that last sentence. Um, I'm going to turn around quickly to see what he's looking at. Um, he wasn't really looking at anything, but more of just you picked up on the fact that there was like some nerves in what he's saying. He's probably not being fully honest. All right. All right. Um, I know that you and Bradley have a good working relationship. You and I, we ain't tight the same way. Um, so I'll, I'll be the straight shooter here. Uh, this is a fucking pants on backwards stupid plan. All right. Uh, for one, you want reinforcements. Bradley's little brother already did that. He's got reinforcements from Neverwinter coming down here. I'm they ain't aware. monsters. They're they're good men and women who know how to hold a shield and a spear. I mean, geez, dude, like. Let's really think with our noggins here for six seconds. As far as the future of Leylon, exactly what Bradley's saying, we've been investing resources in this fucking tower when we could have been building more homes and, and helping people actually build the fucking town. More than anything, it sounds like to me, like what you want is to elevate yourself. You don't want to help Leylon. You want to be the great Galio Elibrio who figured out how to transport creatures from one plane to the next. Well, newsflash, buddy, Thalav already fucking did it. Now there's a bunch of creatures running around that there's didn't just fucking be here. They don't something. belong. You know what an invasive species is? Come on now. I know exactly what an invasive species is. And listen here. There's a difference between doing something half-assed and it going wrong. And for me to put all of my effort in something and to ensure you that I have what it takes for it to go right. But how do you know you have what it takes? You don't. Thalavar is a legendary figure. I, I mean, I mean, I knew his name before I even knew of the tower. Like, they teach about Thalavar in schools. Like, like, how are you more qualified than the guy who this tower is named after? Galio's clenching his jaw at the both of you. I... Look, Galio, I'm not saying you're. I'm not saying you're a great, a great m magic practitioner. You are. You truly are. And you've put a lot of time and effort into this, and a lot of money uh, of the taxpayers of Leylon, Some of which, you know, Inverna and I are. And I, I just don't I just don't think your head is on straight. I think you need to take a long rest. I, I think you need to sleep for a couple of days, you know, get get some coffee in you, um, and come back at this with a clear mind. I When was the last time you ate a vegetable? Me. I ain't talking I eat to vegetables him. <laughs> all the time. And right now I I just I thought I could rely on the two of you to help me to get to go into the ethereal to obtain the monsters. I, I needed your help. I had this whole plan devised and now you've just, you've jumbled it all up. And I can't help but feel like you can't, you don't, you don't have an ounce of trust in me. And 
to be honest. Well, I don't have I trust mean, in myself either. Because uh, you're right, I'm selfish and I want what's what's best for me. Look, Galleon, it's not that I don't trust you. It's that it's hard to trust you when you sh- shoot nervous fucking glances everywhere every time you speak a goddamn sentence. I, uh, you're, I obvi- to- you're hiding something from us. I want to be honest with you. And you have to... I have to come clean. And the runestone... I think it's always been my ultimate goal here. Obtaining it. We could undo so much great damage, but the cost. The dire, dire cost. The runestone? What is the runestone? The runestone... It's he's saying he's, ruin. He's just got an accent. Ruin stone. The ruin stone. Yeah. Yes. Ain't that, what is the ruin stone? Is have it I not this? I think you have, Bradley. It's yeah. the it's it's the thing that allowed Thalivar to to do what he did. Yes. It don't isn't isn't the cult of Merkel looking for it? Haven't they they written about it? You found Writings about it? You were telling me about that. Who, me? It's, it's a... Yes, it's, it's a highly desired item. You're, you're exactly right, Inverna. Um, highly sought a after. Blank here, guys. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> it's, it's, high, it's highly sought after. Um, it's an incredibly dangerous thing to have, but in order to obtain it appropriately we would have to go into the ethereal we would have to this is a part of no no we're not doing your cockamamie plan if that's what you insist perhaps we're insisting. i can show perhaps what i can I, I can show that i can do it on my own Mm. I don't think that's a good idea either. I don't know Gallio's passive perception, but he might have just noticed Inverna is going to put her hand on the hilt of that mace because she's not about to let that happen. You see, it's not that it's not that difficult to get into the ethereal. Do either of you know the process? Um yeah, I can, you can just cast the blink spell. Well, I don't know shit about fuck when it comes to other planes, alright? I know about this plane. I suppose you won't be able to see me do it. And Galio goes to cast greater invisibility on himself. Okay, I have Mage Slayer. I am going to use my reaction, if you'll allow me. To whack him non-lethally. Okay. So what? Do, right. What do I need to roll for that? Nothing. I'm just. I'm just smacking Nothing him, and if I can see. drop him, if I can drop him to zero HP, I'll just knock him out, which I know I can't do, but I Inverna would still try. Um, okay. I deal him eight points of damage um, as I crack him with my mace, hoping to knock him in the temple and knock him out. Does that do it? Let's see. With a crack in the head. So are you saying this is a reaction? You do this as he 
is casting. He's saying the words. Exactly. um, To cast greater. Also that you get the edge on him. And that with the whack in the head, he falls to to your feet. So you manage to stop him from. Damn, does he have that little health? (laughs) I'm not sure what his HP is, but I feel like Inverna, if you smack him over the head enough, hard enough, he's been tired. He's probably not at full health because he's not resting. Um, he falls right over. Holy shit. All right. Um, what is this guy's fucking deal? I don't, Jesus it's, Christ. It's power. He, he ah, fucking wizards, man. Let's time up. All right. He, he's a danger. Yeah, no. He's a danger to the I, whole I, fucking I town. I can cast great invisibility. It's both verbal and somatic. As so you, we can just tie his hands. As you go to tie up Galio's hands, um, you look out across um you you have a pretty good viewpoint of of Leylon here um there are windows in the tower that face out ac- across different angles of the town and you can hear a bell ringing in the distance from the south gate um the snow hasn't let up much it it's it's dark outside and you hear cries from guards people or guardsmen in, in Leylon. The, the dead. The dead. The, they're, they're coming. And from the vantage point that you have here on inside of the tower, you can see hordes of undead quickly approaching Leylon. Modular is Thorin George as Bradley Copper, Luke Job is in Myrna Nightbreeze, and Raven Walker is our DM. The story that you heard today as well as 99% of the characters were created by Wizards of the Coast and can be found in the module Divine Contention. Holly Lyons is our fantastic editor. Raven Walker does our brand new cover art. Our music today was written and performed by Max Hedman. You can find Max's music anywhere you listen to music. You can follow us on Twitter at ModThePod. Join our private Facebook group at the Modular Podcast Fan Club. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at The Modular Podcast and subscribe to our YouTube channel at The Modular Podcast. You can also email us with any questions about our show at modularthepodcast at gmail.com. Here's a quick shout out to at Boutflower, at Good Nature Bro, and at Evan Austin Author. All of these great people follow us on Twitter, and if you want a shout out, maybe you should follow us there too. We really appreciate all the engagement that we get with the show. New episodes come out every Tuesday, and until then, thank you for listening to Modular. Uh-huh.